Wow. Well, I, I, I just wanted to be the model this morning of the cup that is coming for all. The golden goblet of the 20th celebration awaits you. Are you aware of that? Just, just, over in the, just over in the AMAC, just as we uh, conclude things here today, we'll have a great celebration over there. Uh, 20 years of telling his story and hopefully bragging on what, what God's doing. Uh, it's amazing to me the way God transforms us when we walk with him. And one of my favorite stories of that transformation is a story that's not often told. It's the rest of the story to Gone with the Wind. Have you heard that? Rhett and Scarlett were actually based on true characters. You can understand why they changed Rhett's name. It was Turnipseed. Rhett Turnipseed. Part of a good South Carolina family, and they've actually kept the, the rest of the story alive for us. Seems that uh, Rhett and Scarlett did part as... Uh, the war ensued, and uh, but not too many people know the rest of the story. Uh, Rhett was a rambler and a gambler and a mess of a man for the next several years. And he was at a place of brokenness on Easter Sunday morning. And walking through Nashville, Tennessee, he heard the, the liveliness of a revival coming out of what is today the Grand Ole Opry, that very building. He went inside to see what it was, and it was a Methodist revival that was not shutting down. It had gone all the way through Easter. And on that Easter Sunday morning, something got a hold of Rhett Turnipseed, Rhett Butler, and it was nothing other than the hand of God. He repented. He gave his heart to the Lord. He went to Vanderbilt and there studied to be a United Methodist, not a United Methodist, but a Methodist preacher. Uh, he became a circuit-riding preacher in southern Virginia. And you might wonder, well, did he and Scarlett ever cross paths again? And truth is stranger than fiction. He, in one of his churches, he had a young lady that had run away from home. And word had gotten back to him, to Rhett, that she was now forced to be a, a a prostitute in a house uh, there in St. Louis. She couldn't get away. And he decided he'd go and he'd take her back. He got there to St. Louis and announced his intentions, and they told him there's no way the madam of this house will ever let this girl go. And he said, well, I'll tell you what. I'll challenge the madam to a game of cards. I win. The girl goes with me. She wins. The girl stays. And when he came to sit down with the madam, who was sitting across the table from him? Scarlet. Of course, her name was not really Scarlet. It was Emmeline Hannah. And she was sitting across the table, and they dealt the cards, and maybe it was God, but uh, Rhett got the best hand he had ever gotten, been given a royal straight from the ace of spades down, just every card that could not be beaten the girl was his to take, but apparently uh, they were around each other long enough for Rhett to tell his story and for Emmeline to recognize it was real. And if it could be real for a scoundrel like that, why couldn't it be real for her? 
She went to the closest Methodist church, gave her heart to the Lord, and gave up being a madam of a house of ill repute to become a woman who headed up an orphanage for Cherokee children. It's amazing what God does when we, when we walk with him. And it's up to us to tell the rest of that story that so often is not told, you know. And I, I just looked through this room, and I wish all of us had time to tell those stories. I see Jenna over here. <laughs> New Christian years ago. It came because the Jewets invited her, and she went to, I think it was Alpha, and went from being a new Christian now to being one of the faithful disciples of, of our youth in our church for years. Carlos, sitting right next to her. Carlos, a youth, now a youth leader. It's amazing how we go, grow up in Christ. I look back there at Nat. You'll see pictures of Nat when he was much younger. And, and he was a student at ORU. But to go from the protective bubble of ORU to be a fearless, <laughs> scare me to death, missionary to China with his family, with Anita. What an incredible story that is. One after another after another. And, and your story is important too. The realness of Christ in your life. All those folks that have gone through our recovery groups here that have been a part of AA or Al-Anon or the Conquer groups. Because you're anonymous this morning, I won't ask you to raise your hand. But, but how about all the people in the room that can say that they were with the church and Christ was with them, that the home team surrounded them, that the pastoral staff showed up when they were going through a health crisis. How many of you could raise a hand to that? Just look around. How many of you, after 20 years, are still married? Another miracle. Give God a hand for that one. How faithful is our God? And how worthy is He? that we should tell his story. What an incredible privilege it is for us to have just been his, if nothing else, to have been his for 20 years and to know that nothing in the next 20 years can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. What, a, what an incredible thing, he deserves a hand. Some of us can tell those stories in flashing moments of conversion. There's definitely been moments that the Holy Spirit has interceded in a, in a life-changing way. But for many of us, it's the story of just gathering around the Father's table week after week, being sustained by His grace week after week, year after year. And all that's been possible, not because of who we are, but because of who we serve. On the night that he gave himself up for us, Jesus took bread. He gave thanks to you, our Father, and he broke the bread. And he gave it to his disciples, and he said, Take, eat from this, all of you, for this is my body, which is broken for you. And after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples, and he said, Take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me.
So, Lord God, today as we remember these 20 years, we remember the source of all that we can celebrate. We remember you. And even today, Lord, we come to you to drink afresh from that source of grace and power and love that you might love us into the church that we're yet to be. What an incredible fountain. How life-giving it is to know a God like you. We gather around your table, this family today. Bless us again, Lord, that we might be a blessing, even as we pray as your son taught us to pray, saying, 